We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Lakers Nation. Sean Davis here for LakersNation.com, your home for everything Lakers. The Lakers win a preseason game, something we haven't been able to say, I want to say three seasons now. Sean Davis here for LakersNation.com, filling in for the great Trevor Lane once again. I want to welcome you all in from YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Welcome everybody taking your questions and comments throughout tonight. What a game it was. So excited to be able to break this one down with you all. Uh, really quickly, if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, Please give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you listen to your podcast. It's the easiest way to help out the show. But, man, oh, man, what a show we have planned for y'all. What a game it was. And, and I think the easiest way to get things started is Anthony Davis. How good was Anthony Davis tonight? He was just absolutely spectacular all night long. He started out early and was aggressive early searching for his own shot trying to trying to really attack uh whoever was guarding him in the post it was whether it was Kevon Looney or James Wiseman or I mean whoever they threw at him in the in, in the high to low post uh Anthony Davis was aggressive he was assertive and looking for his own shot tonight it was incredible Anthony Davis the final stat line for AD tonight he had 28 points on 9 of 18 shooting. He was 8 for 8 from the free throw line. 28.3 rebound, 3 assists, and a block. 2 for 4 from 3-point range, all in 21 minutes of action. Lonnie Walker, a solid show showing from him as well. 14 points, 4 assists on 5 of 12 shooting. Kendrick Nunn, 21 points, 4 rebounds, 7 assists on 4 of 7 shooting from deep. And Matt Ryan, 20 points on 6 of 9 shooting from three-point range. An incredible performance from the Lakers. We'll get against all of the in just a moment. Really quickly, John Drake with an early super chat. For Reeves to be on the floor, he really needs to develop a three-point shot. I think the thing with Austin Reeves and the three-point shot, he needs to, like, shoot it more. I feel like he passes up on some opportunities, and he just doesn't take them. I think it's more so about actually shooting the threes that he gets than it is like he needs to develop it. I think he has a three-point shot. He just needs to be more confident in shooting the looks he does get. Uh, Thomas Crown with a super chat. Cut SPJ. He's a disaster. Give Matt Ryan his spot. Um. Well, in terms of Matt Ryan, and we'll talk about Matt Ryan, I'm sure, and, and as the show goes on, but 
Uh, Scotty Pepe Jr., I, I, I've had my criticisms of him in the past. I don't think this was a particularly great showing um, from Scotty Pippen Jr. He had a really nice layup off the glass later in the game that helped win it. Uh, but Matt Ryan, man, was absolutely incredible and definitely won the uh, candidates for the Star in Your Role Award tonight. Just absolutely incredible. John Drake with a super chat. I really want to see Thomas Bryant with AD. Damian Jones last two games, he looks really shaky and lost. We'll talk about that in just a sec. But uh, overall, Thomas Bryant, I don't think he's been that good either. I think you can make a legitimate argument that neither of the bigs have been great. But I will say, I think Damian Jones pairing next to Anthony Davis has looked better. Uh, the Xbox Junkie 75 with Super Chat. What? Reeves balled out tonight. Honestly, Reeves, Nunn, Braun, AD, and Jones for our starting five. I think that's a really good lineup that you'll see on the floor at times. I just don't think that you need to bench Russell Westbrook to get the goal. Because the goal of benching Russell Westbrook, why people are saying do it, is so you can let Russ play with the second unit more often, where you can do that by just having Russ. And, and they did this in, I want to say, the Suns game, where you just maneuvered the minutes, you played around with the minutes, right? And you had Russ start the first six game, first six minutes or whatever, right? And then um, he goes out. LeBron comes back in, right? And then LeBron goes out last three minutes or whatever, whoop-de-whoop. There's there's ways you can bypass that without, uh, you know, having to go out there and say, oh, we are benching Russell Westbrook. Because then it's a PR nightmare. You can There's ways you can bypass that. Mario Hernandez with Super Chat. Hopefully tonight is a preview to what opening night will be with LeBron and Russ. I think it's verge possible. Sign Matt Ryan to give Anthony Davis and MVP already. Once again, man, Anthony Davis was incredible tonight. Um, really being aggressive. The three-point shot is back. I, I do think so. Um, and, and that's so encouraging to see. It really is going to open up the offense for the Lakers. He hit a couple of above-the-break threes. And it's just the confidence he's ta- he has, again, in shooting those. Um, they, they did a great job of finding him in that mid-to-high post area spot, especially on the left side of the court. Really on both sides, honestly, but really on the left side of the court. Uh, They did this a lot with Chris Middleton in Milwaukee and Giannis onto the Kubo as well. So how they're getting creative with Anthony Davis and how, like I said, uh, Anthony Davis is going to be in the Giannis onto the Kubo role offensively. Not that he's going to be Giannis, but um, no, I I think we are seeing some of this stuff come come, uh, to fruition. I'm loving the way this team is competing on both ends of the ball right now, both sides of the ball. Um, Kira with a super chat. The more I see from this team, the more the Pacers trade makes sense. I think it depends on what angle you're you're looking from there. Like if you're looking for um, like, hey, this team is like another shooter away from, you know, and that's why it makes more sense. Or like, yeah, I think it just depends on what angle you're looking for there. Uh, once again, guys, Trevor is actually traveling. So don't worry. I'm not doing anything um, to take Trevor's spot or whatever. Trevor's just traveling. I'm filling in for him. Trevor will be back for the post-game show when we play the Timberwolves, I believe, on Wednesday night. Larry Brown with a super chat. I've seen enough. It's time for Christy to pack his bags. I need him gone. He is young and wild. He'd just be doing crap on the floor with no purpose. I think this is the statement in general's false. I don't think Christy had the best of games, but but um, he's a rookie. He's also 19. Um, who defensively, I think right now is already one of your better defensive players on the roster, who really has a, has a nice mid-range touch. Um, and then 
from the three-point line. I think you just want to see more encouraging shot selection and him just taking the shots more often. He gets from three. Uh, but yeah, defensively, like he's already one of your better um, perimeter defenders on the on the floor. Um, so I, I think that's a massive overreaction there. Christie didn't play well. Swider hasn't played well in a while. In a while, and then uh, SPJ hasn't looked good all preseason either. So I mean, hey, it's been a rough showing for the Lakers rookies. But it's rookies, it's preseason. You're facing a pretty much full Warriors team. Right. So, you know, he's guarding Steph. He's guarding Wiggins. I thought he played well, actually. He had some really nice defensive possessions um, throughout the night. Alan with a super chat. Most encouraging signs Anthony Davis going eight for eight from the free throw line. I agree. I agree as well. Um, JT has to be a little careful on a couple of those lob attempts that he was, uh, that he threw. Um, definitely shaky stuff there. But um, no, AD, the fact that he's shooting eight for eight from the free throw line what was incredible. And uh, again, I, I can't say it enough, man. Anthony Davis, a masterful performance tonight from AD. Love the way he played tonight. Um, another player that I really thought played really, really well tonight was Kendrick Nunn. How about Kendrick Nunn tonight? Like I mentioned, Kendrick Nunn tonight, he had 21 points, four, four rebounds, seven assists, shot eight for 13 from the field and four of seven from deep. What a game from Kendrick Nunn. Kind of reminding people that he is a really good basketball player when he's on the floor and he's showing why he, why, you know, executives and, and fans around the NBA were like, how in the heck were they able to get this guy on this kind of contract? And, and this is what I've been saying, like, unless Kendrick Nunn is going to be in a deal where you're getting so incredibly better, keep Kendrick Nunn around because also you're going to get his early bird rights. And this is a guy that in a Darwin ham led system can be around long-term and be a real major asset, just a suggestion, but I really hope they keep Kendrick Nunn around and see the value in having a guy like him on the roster. Another super chat here. I've always said none doesn't need to be traded in the Westbrook package. Second, this team is good. And we still haven't seen Troy Brown jr. Or Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunate news about Troy Brown jr. Though. Uh, he is not going to be ready for opening night. Still dealing with uh, some of that, the lower back issues he's been battling with, so he's not going to be ready for opening night. I don't think there's any reason to be incredibly concerned, but Trey Brown Jr. is not going to be ready for opening night. John Drake with a Super Chat. Rob, sign Matt and go get another shooter with size. How about Matt Ryan? I, I, again, I think defensively, which is why he's kind of been bouncing around the NBA, but defensively, there's definitely some to be desired, right? But he's a specialist. And I know Darvin Hammond said, like, we want good basketball players. But screw it, man. He is a specialist, a three-point sniper. And that's what you need, right? Um, Matt Ryan, again, made some huge three-pointers tonight. When Jordan Poole went on that ridiculous run in the third quarter, especially when Steph went out, it was Matt Ryan's, like, timely three-point making and shot-making, rather, that kept the Lakers within striking distance. And that's why we went into the fourth quarter, I believe only down two instead of like it just because of what Jordan Poole was doing. It felt like we were down eight or 10, but just because of the shot making and the three point making rather of Matt Ryan kept us within striking distance. Um, so yeah, Matt Ryan, incredible game. It's another super chat here, a $20 super chat. I really appreciate it. He says, I think that the standout players from the preseason so far, even though it's a small sample size, are Wendy Gabriel and Kendrick Nunn. They, to me, have made the most improvement when on the court. Can it translate to the regular season games? Kendrick Nunn, I think the answer is yes, because I think this is a lot closer to what Kendrick Nunn actually is as a basketball player. Um, Wendy Gabriel, 
I, I'm not sure. Um, I think Wenning has really done a good job of, you know, trying to play himself into the rotation. Um, but I'm not sure if this is sustainable. I don't think Wenning was that great tonight, by the way. And I'm going to talk about this with my master lock tonight. Towards the end of the game, the Lakers are up three. Golden State calls timeout to advance the best half court. I think it's around 12 seconds left. The decision to not foul already is kind of mind-boggling to me. But to not only to say, hey, we're not going to foul on the perimeter, you're going to let Kaminga drive to the basket, and you all, you foul him and almost give up an and one, and who knows if the game goes to overtime from there. Just a, a, a costly mistake that could have potentially cost the Lakers the game. Luckily, he did not make the layup, but just a, a, a very a, not a good, a smart play there by winning Gabriel. Um, overall, though, he's been good this preseason, but um, Kendrick Nunn's game, I think, will translate. Also, Austin Reese has been incredible for the most part, maybe besides the first preseason game. Since then, Austin's been great. Austin's been great. Neil with a super chat. Too many guards, not enough playing time for all with Schroeder coming in. None, Walker, and Reeves need to play. What do you do? Somebody's not going to play. And I think the easiest answer might be Schroeder. He makes the least amount of money. We haven't seen him, and we know the other guys fit, sort of, like Kedrick Nunn, basketball fit on paper, makes sense. Austin's been spectacular, like I just mentioned. Lonnie Walker shown some flashes of, of brilliancy. Um, Dennis, and then you have Russ as well. I thought I, I think you're going to play Russ, unless you trade Russ. Um, you know, I, I don't know, man. Like, Dennis, the on-court fit is, is questionable, for sure. Mamba mentality. What's good, man? Tonight just shows how much we need a shooter. Sure, Andy Trey makes it look pretty on paper, and AD in turn would be nice to see, but we need to get Bogey. Bogey. Yeah, it's unfortunate that, you know, Danny H hates us, and he took a, a deal where he got a bag of chips in return, and he got his guy, Kelly Olenek, which is probably the only justifiable reason why he uh, did that deal. But, um, yeah, I, I really think, now, granny, you could say, like, would it have been worth giving up a pick considering like that isn't what the value was to be determined. But um, yeah, if we got Bojan, it would have been huge for this team. Andrew, a Disney revenge tour coming. Oh man, you guys are hilarious. All right. So we, we got a lot of breakdown, but I, even though there's only one star tonight, there's only one superstar. I want to, I want to crown them and I want to, you know, set, give them a right, uh, entrance. So here we go. Superstar of the night. Superstar of the night. This is so clearly Anthony Davis. First off, there's nobody else that played tonight. So go figure. But Anthony Davis, like I already mentioned, man, he was so good all night long, making plays on both ends. What's the offensive end where I think he made his biggest impact tonight? Um, I thought the, the three-point shooting ability, the shooting the one uh, above the break in transition coming down was so encouraging. The eight for eight from the free throw line was awesome as well. Um, Anthony Davis was spectacular tonight. And I think they're, they're, they're scratching the surface with what they can do with Anthony Davis in this offense, and I'm so, so excited to watch it. Ace of Hearts with a Super Chat. Lakers' biggest issues are their fives and consistent three-point shooting. That Pacers tray looks better and better as games go by. Get it done! An exclamation point. I, here's my response to that. Not even saying you're, you're wrong per se, but like, doesn't doesn't that deal look better the longer the Lakers rate wait? Long the longer the Lakers wait, and they're and they're playing well, but not like maybe Tyler gets under well. 
the longer they wait, this deal looks better for the for the Lakers because now the Pacers, the Lakers are like, you know what, Pacers, you guys could very easily be in the tank for Victor for Victor Webinyama, right? So go ahead, keep trying to win because these players are going to help you win games where you guys should be trying to lose. So go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You guys are going to accidentally keep winning. You're going to be taking yourself out of the chase, and then you'll be screwed. So. I don't know, man. Like, I think the longer the Lakers wait and be patient, it looks better for them. And as long as they keep playing well together, man, th- this can be fun. Even when and then you make a deadline deal, maybe you do the Pacers deal in, in January, you do it at the deadline or whatever. But I think right now the chips are in your hand. I think the Lakers playing great basketball. Um, I think the, the more and more this looks good, the more and more it favors the Lakers. Matthew James with Super Chat. Solid looking at Ryan. Team defense was also encouraging. Yeah, I thought the team defense was fine. I think it's an interesting look at how they might play Golden State on opening night. I will say this. Um, I think they had tied up their coverages defensively, especially their center field stuff um, against the Warriors in particular. I thought they were way too low on their drops. And this is why I think it this might be good rep to see the Warriors with their starters for the most part for opening night. Uh in preseason, so you can kind of have some film to watch in preparation for them. Because I think they were way too low in their center field coverages with the big. Because um, then, as long as you set a good screen on the the guy guarding the ball handler, that's going to be a pretty open shot for Steph or Jordan Poole, and they killed him with that a few times tonight. Um, but overall, yes, I have been encouraged with the team defenses this, this uh, preseason. And offensively, I think they got almost whatever look they wanted against the Warriors defense tonight. And Twain with Super Chat. AD was great tonight, but did look as explosive as he has before. I think the more he gets on the floor and gets going, he'll continue to thrive. I agree. I also think, to a certain extent, the back might have been bothering him a little bit, so I do agree to a certain extent here. But um, AD, I think it's more as he gets conditioned, game conditioning. I'm saying he was a condition and working out. But there's a such thing as game conditioning. I think the more and more Anthony Davis gets into that rhythm and gets into that flow, he'll look even better. So... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. No Super Chat here. AD, Kendrick Nunn, Lonnie Walker, Matt Ryan, and LeBron all hitting threes along with Pat Bev is good enough for now. Okay, here's my counteract to that, though. Like, what happens if one or two of those guys don't shoot well from three one night? That's when it becomes a big problem. Now, granted, you have other guys that could definitely shoot. Like, 
Austin Reeves, like I mentioned, can he, you know, maybe pick his spots more often and look to be aggressive in knocking down three-pointers? Um, I'm definitely missing some guys. Russ knocking down a occasional spot of three or two. Like, there are definitely other guys in this team that can shoot. But right now, I think you do have guys that can shoot three-pointers. It's just how consistently can they knock those down. And when it's an off night, it's going to be really, really off. I think that's also the biggest problem with this team. Jonathan, it was Super Chat. I'm liking this team more and more. I can't wait to see them on the floor consistently. Biggest is health, of course, and what rotational guys play. So right now, if you look at this roster, you look at the roster, I feel like there are eight guys that are guaranteed going to play. LeBron, AD, Russ, Pat Bev, Austin Reeves, Kendrick Nunn, one of the bigs in JTA. I think those are the only eight guys that are guaranteed to play. right? And then you fill out the rest of your rotation, but you have like, 12 to 13 guys who, and this is where Darvin Hamsky have to get really creative. You have 12 to 13 guys that all for this team very well could play. And then guess what? Troy Brown Jr. is not going to be ready for opening night. You have two bigs that definitely could play. I think, I do think with the bigs though, it's going to be more of a, you know, matchup dependent game. Uh, granted could be wrong, but come opening night, I think we're going to see a little bit more Damian Jones personally. Um, so, I agree, though. I, I'm definitely liking this team more and more, uh, especially now we're seeing some games out of them. I just love the way they're competing, man. Love the way um, they are competing. Super chat here. As long as LeBron and AD stay healthy, this team is going to get tender, no doubt about it. Kendrick Nunn, three, looks good, and I would sign Matt to have a specialist. Yeah, I think I agree with most of this take here. Um, LeBron and AD, you you have a puncher shot regardless, right? Darvin Ham continues to coach his butt off. That increases your probability. Um, and then, you know, the defense continues to show some some upside and some shooting comes out at some of these guys. You know, I think you definitely have a shot. You definitely have a shot. Cisco with a super chat. Did you catch LeBron clearly say sign Matt Ryan? I did not catch that. But LeBron's a good eye, clearly, if that's, uh, if that's the case. Uh, ooh, interesting super chat here. Our best lineup is Kendrick Nunn, Pat Bev, Braun AD, and who? Austin Reeves, JTA, Matt Ryan. Let's calm down a little bit on the Matt Ryan. I think the I think he's a specialist that in certain lineups, like if a team throws a zone at you, throw Matt Ryan out there, right? But the defensive abilities, he's not a good defender at all. He might be worse than Cole Swider defensively. Um, just not a good point of attack defender, not the best off ball either. Um, so you know, not sure about the Matt Ryan thing there. With this particular lineup, I'm probably going JTA. I think if you throw Austin Reeves out there, it might be a little bit too small. But um, I think if you have to go Austin Reeves, I do like that lineup a lot still. And uh, JTA, I think you get a little bit more wing versatility there defensively. Um, but that, again, looks like a really, really good lineup. Really, really good lineup. Kyle Hampton with Super Chat. Is there an advantage to not playing a rotation more in the preseason? I feel like we are squandering time to build team cohesion. That's a fair argument, especially we have, what, five returning players from last year's roster be in a new coaching staff. It'd be nice to build some team cohesion. Um, on the flip side, you have some older players on the roster, like LeBron, for example. You don't want LeBron burning out in a preseason game, for example, right? I don't think this was the last LeBron we're going to see. Um, I, I think... You're going to see LeBron probably Wednesday night. I'm being optimistic, of course. That'd be really, really fun to see LeBron on Wednesday night. But, um, yeah, I, I think so. 
um, really quickly. Lakers have 12 guaranteed spots, uh, guaranteed contracts on the roster. And the Ravens won. That's fun. Mom mentality with Super Chat. If the team plays like this consistently, easy top four. Easy top four, not so sure. But I think this team is really, really good. I do think this team is really poor. And Mom mentality was just clarifying again, top four. Yep. Um, I don't know about easy top four. I, I think Golden State's still really, really good. I think that eh, maybe top four. Like Memphis is going to go through some injuries, although I still really, really like Memphis. Denver's going to be really, really good. The Clippers, I don't think they need to go 100% all out in the regular season, but they're still going to be really, really good. And then you have to worry about the Pelicans. But yes, I do think this team's going to be really, really good. It's going to be really, really good. Mom Natalia also said, or top five. So sure. Top five or six seed for sure. For sure. All right, everybody. Let's dive in. It was a great game, but let's dive into what role player was the best tonight. So which role player was the star in their role tonight? Star in your role. Okay, this is so, so tough for me personally. Part of me wants to go with Kendrick Nunn. Part of me wants to go with Matt Ryan, though, because Matt Ryan, first off, how many opportunities is he going to have to win the award? Um it, would it be a cop-out to have them both win it? To have a co-star in your role winner? Would that be a cop-out? Chat, let me know. Is that a cop-out? Having both people win the award? I think so. But if, if I absolutely have to pick one, then Kendrick Nunn was spectacular tonight. Um, again, 21 points. Uh, actually, no, 20 points, right? 20 points, 21 Points, four rebounds, seven assists, shot four for seven from deep tonight on eight for 13 shooting. Kendrick Nunn, I think he's been really, really, I think he's been really solid defensively as well, especially at his ball screen navigation defensively. Um, love the way Kendrick played. I'm going to cheat maybe and, and say both because Matt Ryan was, was great as well, especially offensively, hitting some real timely three-pointers tonight. Um Again, like I mentioned, that third quarter when Jordan Poole just went nuts and took out his frustrations uh, from Draymond Green punching him in the face on the Lakers, when Jordan Poole went on that run, right, it was Matt Ryan who made timely three-pointers to really keep the Lakers within striking distance. And I, I feel like that doesn't go – I don't want to make sure that doesn't go unmentioned either. Matt Ryan made some big-time threes. Um incredible night for Matt Ryan and he's he's definitely fighting for a job right now he's fighting for that last roster spot also Matt Ryan did not score more points again Kendrick not 21 points Matt Ryan at 20 uh, but a great game he also hit the game clinching free throws as well so big time performance performance from Matt Ryan uh, I think I'm gonna go Kendrick Nunn though so sorry Trev no super chat here. I love how confident every players are playing now compared to other years. Ham's offense is beautiful. Every player gets a chance to to shine. Absolutely, and that's kind of been a big emphasis that I brought up when I talked about the Darvin Ham offense and why I was so so excited because for one, the offense is going to create looks for you, and I thought there were so many just brilliant plays that the Lakers had offensively that they actually didn't capitalize on. Uh, because this being the second and the third unit. Uh, but, you know, the offense get to create stuff for you. This driving kick motion offense, they do a great job of moving the ball, I feel. It's a lot more high pick and roll heavy than I thought it was going to be, even though, like, it is a high pick and roll heavy NBA now. 
it was definitely a lot more than I thought it was going to be. Um, but nonetheless, like this offense is awesome. I love the way they're moving the ball. Just imagine when they get LeBron James and Russell Westbrook back in the fold and Pat Beverly as well. Austin Reeves as well. Not going to let him go. I mentioned another really solid performance from him. Seven points, four boards, four assists, really doing a great job here in the preseason. And uh, I think we're seeing the upside of Austin Reeves as a secondary ball handler facilitator. And, you know, they were talking about how Austin Reeves uh, killed it in training camp. And I think he's starting to show the first game was a little shaky for Reeves in preseason. But so far, so far, man, oh, man, it has been awesome. It is so great to see uh, Reeves play this well in preseason. Marty and the Super Chat. First, Robbie gets extended. Next, we bench Russ and Braun when they need time to gel. What are we doing? What is going on? Sean, tell me, please. Uh, you haven't even touched on the Rob Polinka getting extended part. Trevor did that already for me. But um, look, I, I, I think, yes, it's frustrating that LeBron and, and Russ don't play tonight. It's rather hilarious that Patrick Beverly didn't play tonight, especially after his tweet that he had. Um, but look, I think, like I mentioned earlier, these are veteran players. You don't want them to get burned out. And it was more so just a rest thing for LeBron. I'm a little more surprised Russ didn't play. But again, I think they'll play Wednesday night against the Timberwolves. Don't panic. Um, and yeah, I think they play nothing too, too to be concerned about. The Rob Palenka extension thing is definitely kind of annoying. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't mind. I don't mind Russ and LeBron not playing. Um, the fact that Chrissy's starting, though, is that an indicator that Christie might be like sneakily trying to get some wing minutes for the Lakers? And that's why they're so confident. And like, Hey, we have all the guards in the world, but Max Christie, he might play eight to 10 minutes tonight. And that's why we don't think we need another guard. I mean, another wing, just a, just a thought because he's been starting a few games here in preseason. Another super chat here. Kerr is probably going to end up going small for the rotation. The Lakers, I'm assuming he meant. Uh, 80 at the five, one big off the bench. A lot of Reeves and Lonnie at the three and three guard lineups play to your strengths. I think we'll see that at points during the season and for potential games during the season. I don't think we'll see that like full time, basically. But um, yeah, I, I, I do definitely think that that is a, a smart, you know, idea to play to your strengths. You have a bunch of guards. So maybe you go Russ, Pat, Bev, Reeves, LeBron, AD, right? So, you know, ju just a suggestion. Just suggestion. But, all right, let's talk about the center battle. I posted a poll. First off, really quickly, I want to shout out everybody that tuned into the playback live stream and watched the entire Lakers versus Warriors game with me on playback. If you want to do that, the link is in the description down below. If you guys want to check out and watch all of the Lakers games this season with the Laker Nation crew, check it out. The link is in the description down below. But I posted a poll. I'm curious what you guys in the chat believe. Who should be the starting center? So I posted a poll. A large chunk of the chat felt that Damian Jones should be the starter. And I think I agree. I think I agree that Damian Jones should be the starting center right now. And the reason being is because, I, first off, I think Thomas Bryant has not looked good in preseason. Um, I don't think he's played well. Um, also, Damian Jones, when he's been paired next to uh, Anthony Davis, I feel like defensively we saw some of the their better defensive moments as a team with those two guys as your bigs on the floor. We didn't see that often tonight. I'm really referencing the first game against the Kings 
right? I thought that's where you saw the better defensive play from the Lakers um, was when it was Damian Jones and Anthony Davis as your two bigs on the floor. Now, granted, I like I said, I do think there'll be nights where Anthony Davis plays the five. I think they'll be kind of matchup dependent how they roll out their center rotation. But, 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 um, I think in general, I think it should be Damian Jones at the five, Thomas Bryant as your backup center, and Anthony Davis as a fill-in, like, hey, look, this night, AD, we need you at the five for the matchup, and then we're going to go a little bit smaller, maybe a little bit more wingy, uh, winky. Uh, pun intended, but yeah, so that, that, that's my thoughts on the uh, center spot. That's my thoughts there. Uh, Mom Mentalio Super Chat. ESPN is panicking when the Lakers lose preseason games. Watch them now make nothing of this game and brush it off. Well, that's, uh, that's what happens when you watch trash corporations. Um, my, 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 my thoughts and views do not represent the whole Laker Nation company, by the way. So don't get mad. Um, but no, I, that, that's my thoughts on the center battle. That's my thoughts on that center battle. Um, but what about the updated starting five? What about the updated starting five? This is another co- uh, conversation point that we had in the playback stream was what should be the Lakers starting five? I think right now the Lakers, they might have a problem on their hands in terms of who's going to be the second guard next to Russell Westbrook. Because um, I do think Russell Westbrook's going to start. And similar to my point earlier, that I don't think you need to bench Russ. The reason being is because, you, like we saw in the, in the Suns game, right? You can, quote-unquote, the, the goal of benching Russ is to give him to play with the second unit. You can do that by being creative with your rotation minutes like they did against the Suns. They had Russ and LeBron start the game off together. Russ came out around the six-minute mark, I believe. LeBron played to like the two- or three-minute mark to end the first. Then Russ came back in and closed the first and started the second. And LeBron comes back in, whoop-de-whoop. There's just, there's ways you can be creative with your rotation that don't have to involve, we are straight out benching Russell Westbrook because now that is a PR nightmare, right? And it's just something you don't have to do where you can get so much more creative and uh, not and not bench Russell Westbrook. And, and that's one problem you don't have to have, right? So Russell Westbrook, LeBron AD, they're starting, right? I I said Damian Jones because I think we're going to see AD at the four. And then who's, this, who's the guy? Who are you starting at the two? Because Patrick Beverly making $14 million on the roster. You just traded your one of your younger prospects for him and Taylor Horn Tucker. And then Austin Reeves, who I think has played like a starter. And then... Kendrick Nunn, all three guys have deserved to start. And Kendrick Nunn, you look back into the Kings game, the starting five to start off the preseason was Russ, Nunn, LeBron, AD, Damian Jones. So that defensive lineup was incredible on opening night of the preseason. So I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a problem the Lakers are going to have on their hands. Personally, I like Kendrick Nunn more as that microwave score off the bench. But, but, I think... If you want to throw in Kendrick Nunn and bring Reeves off the bench and let Lonnie Walker be that microwave score off the bench, you'll have Austin Reeves be the secondary playmaker facilitator off the bench. I think you have the opportunity and the option to do that as well. So Patrick Beverly, where does he fit in all of this? I think there's a possibility he starts as well. I think that's also matchup dependent, though. 
So it's going to be very interesting how the Lakers handle their guard rotation going forward. Because also, if you haven't, if you forgot by now, Dennis Schroeder is going to be coming back into the frame soon. And how are you going to implement him? I think Dennis Schroeder is the one guy that you're like, yeah, there's no chance he's starting because I just think the the pairing of him and Russ is awful on the floor and as in the starting lineup with this team next to LeBron, AD, and Damian Jones potentially. Um, I think he's the one guy that does this start, but they're going to have to get really, really creative with their guard rotation going forward. Larry Brown with a super chat. Brian should be the center. Damian's been good against four stringers. Brian's had flashes of Kareem Shaq and a bit of Tony Parker. Not sure about the end of that sense, but I mean, sure. If you want to say Damian, uh, Thomas Brown should start, I'm not going to absolutely hate it. Super dope hip hop. Pacers trade. Turner AD, top five shot blocking duo. Buddy, top five three point shooter. Third in make since 2016 and 40%. Uh, fifth of top 25 in makes. Win win spacing slash paint defense. Sure. I think that's one of the positives of a Pacers deal for sure. Um, and Granted, like I mentioned, though, I think if you wait, if you wait, the longer you wait with the Pacers, the better you're going to look. And I think the less you have to give up, as long as you're still playing good basketball. You play good basketball, you can call the Pacers up in December and get the deal done, hopefully for less than two picks. Fernando with a super chat. Spacing is looking pretty good. It seems that with so many great ball handlers on the roster, the defenses are forcing or fearing uh, giving Lakers space for drivers. Absolutely. And that's something I talked about when I broke down the Darwin Hamlet offense and people are saying like, oh man, you don't have any shooting. What about the spacing? They're going to pack the paint. They're going to pack the paint anyway. So the spacing ability and what the offense is doing, I love what the offense is doing is creating open driving lanes and open shot opportunities for their players. And like I, like I said, man, this offense is firing at all cylinders right now. And they're getting the quality looks that they want. It's about converting them. And I'm hoping but we see them convert on these looks more often with the starters when the starters all are on the floor. Russ, Walker, Braun, Davis, and Davis. I'm assuming that last Davis is Damian because there isn't a second Davis. Let's just talk about me. So you want me to start at the four? I did guard Pat Content for a possession. So there is that. So I appreciate you thinking about me. All righty here. What else do we have here from the Super Chats? Darp Laker. None in Beverly. Let Russ run his OKC offense with the bench. Again, like I just mentioned, you can do that with Russ, but you don't have to bench him. Because again, that's just a disaster waiting to happen. And like I said, you can get creative with your bench, with your rotation minutes, and when you're subbing your substitutions without having to go out there and when you make your starting lineup, say. Russell Westbrook is benched. I don't think you have to do that. No super chat here. Reason none should be in the second unit. Okay, so who are you starting? Is it Pat Bev? Is it Russ, Pat Bev, LeBron, AD, Damian? I can get behind that. Uh, Lonnie, I think the fit for Lonnie is a little bit weirder, but I could definitely get behind this. I can get behind it. All right, everybody. It's time to dive into what was the most frustrating part of the game for you all tonight. Let's talk about it. You guys know for the OGs who have been here long enough, it is time, ladies and gentlemen, to dive into the Master Lock of the Night. Master Lock of the Night. All right. For me personally, 
I think there's two things. I think it's you could say the refs. I think you could also say boxing out, right? I think those are two things you could say. For me, or even Sky Paper Jr., as one person just mentions in the chat. For me, I'm going to say the fact that Wendy Gabriel did not foul on the perimeter down the stretch. Reason being is because out of the timeout, like I mentioned earlier at the start, right? Out of the timeout, Lakers are up three with 12 seconds left or so, right? Is Jonathan Kaminga driving to the basket? It is okay. You're not going to foul? Cool. Okay with that. But what you don't do is foul near the basket, and if Jonathan Kaminga sinks the layup, it's potentially a tied game with 6.8 or so seconds left, right? And who knows if this game goes, goes to overtime and the Lakers are able to still win the game, right? That's just a costly, costly mistake by winning Gabriel, a guy who's been so good, so good in, in, in preseason. That's just a costly mistake and one that could have very easily cost the Lakers the game. I tweeted this out. I was like, Lakers, just please foul on the perimeter. Do not let them shoot the three. Jonathan Gamia immediately attacks the basket. They go two for one. Very strange decision there. They go two for one with no timeouts. But nonetheless, you don't foul at the rim. Do not foul at the rim. Wendy Gabriel is going to get my match lock because he fouled at the rim, and it almost cost the Lakers the game. The refs are bad. The Sky Pepper Jr. did not play well. Cole Swider's shooting was not fair. But they still would have won the game. They still should could have won the game. But this mistake almost cost the Lakers the game. It didn't, but it could have. So let's match the lock. Kyrie Simon, I'm sorry, but there's no need for Russell anymore. Make the Pacers trade. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Once again, guys, Trevor, is he's traveling right now. He'll be back. Uh, for the podcast tomorrow night, because uh, we are doing podcast Monday through Friday. It'll be a fresh podcast in your podcast feed. Um, we'll be back for the pod tomorrow, and it'll be on the post-game show Wednesday night when we play the Timberwolves. Jason, with Super Chat, come Christmas time, what do you think our record will be? I haven't looked at our schedule all the way up to Christmas, but I know through the first 10 games, I think six, is four, six and four is very much possible. I have to look all the way up to Christmas so I can get a full prediction for you but um yeah i think we could go six and four throughout the first uh what's that 10 games or so super dope hip-hop again lonnie 14 points three for six from three four assists 22 minutes and the best plus minus lonnie walker offensively i think made some really nice plays tonight i think defensively he still made the same costly mind-boggling mistakes at times on the ball, he gets beats off the bounce way too easily. I think defense, off the ball as well. He uh, has some things he needs to clean up. But he has the occasional one or two plays. Um, but, you know, I thought Lonnie offensively was great. was really, really good tonight. Uh, had, had a pull-up jumper transition, like with 20 seconds left on a shot clock in the mid-range. I did not like it all. But, um, yeah, no, definitely loved the way he played tonight. Definitely loved the way he played tonight. 
You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Reginald Thomas boxing out. No, it was Reeves' defense. Jordan Poole ate him alive. I think you could also, I think it could be uh, true as well that it was good defense. Jordan Poole was just freaking incredible in the third quarter. Like, for example, for example, Marcus Smart won Defensive Player of the Year last year. Stephen Curry cooked Marcus Smart, but it doesn't mean it wasn't, doesn't mean it wasn't a bad possession, right? Um, so bad defense possession. So I don't know, man. I don't. I disagree. But um, you know, I, I defensively. Well, Jordan Poole again, black eye and all. Let uh, all of his frustrations out of Lakers tonight. And um, you know, a good game by him. Made some incredible shots in the third quarter. No super chat here, Sean. The more you talk, the more I realize this team is really deep. And you're right. Let's wait until December fifteenth before any trade. Yeah, again, like like I've been saying, I'm glad you're you're understanding where I'm coming from here. The longer the Lakers wait, the more they're gonna look good. As long as they uh you know continue to play the right way and they're winning basketball games. First off, winning cures all, right? So keep playing the right way. You'll look like a genius. And you'll get the deal you want, right? Um, so you know, I hope the Lakers do well, you know, do well. The Pacers deal will come, and it'll likely be at a cheaper cost because you'll be looking less desperate. The real Hooper. The current center problems right now is screaming the Pacers trade. Plus, I feel like Dennis will help us win more than when than, uh, Westbrook, and we get a wing that we need. Well, Buddy Hill isn't a wing, and he's not a good defender either. So let's calm down on, on uh, the wing that we need. But I do think there are some major positives. Get some at shooting. You open up a guard spot theoretically because now you, like there's room for another on-ball guard, which is what Dennis Shooter is, right? Um, so I do agree that there are definitely some positives of a Pacers deal. But, you know, I, I do think that Buddy Hill's not a wing. And I think, again, if you wait, just wait a little bit. Show some patience. The deal will be there and you'll be able to, you know, give up less picks. Give up less picks. All right, guys, so I announced this on the playback stream, and I wanted to let you all know, on, since this will be on the Lakers Station YouTube channel. So, last season, it's my first year, last year was my first year covering the Lakers, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to do some cool things that I had in mind because the Lakers were not very good last season. So, screw that this year. Being optimistic, the Lakers will be good this year, right? This season, I'll be having a weekly scouting report breakdown, a live show for you all, on the YouTube channel, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, 
where I'll be breaking down the game of the week and how I would prepare prepare for that game if I was on the Lakers coaching staff. It'll be a full scouting report looking at their personnel, their favorite plays, their X's and O's and stuff like that, and how I would match up with the, with that certain team and things of that nature. The first game I'm doing this for is going to be opening night, the Golden State Warriors. So we play the Warriors. I'll have a full scouting report live show for you all here on the YouTube channel. And, uh, yeah, I'll be breaking it down like how I would uh, for my team. If I was coaching and I was facing the Warriors, how I would break it down. How it works as well, the day before that game is when I would do the breakdown. So we play the Warriors on Tuesday, October 18th. On Monday, October 17th, I'll have the live show where we'll go through and I'll give you all my scouting report. So that's how we'll do it for this season. I'm super, 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 super excited to be able to announce this for you all. And I'm so freaking pumped to be able to do this for you guys this season. Let's go. Golden State Warriors opening night. Let's go, baby. Let's go. All right, everybody. Thank you all for coming in. Appreciate all your comments. The Lakers got a win. Let's go. Preseason action. Nonetheless, it was fun. Really, really quickly. Ended off with one last super chat. Reginald Thomas with a super chat. This team is better and deeper than we know. Love the optimism there. A great way to end this show with some lovely optimism there, Reginald. Appreciate all your comments and everybody tuning in from YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Really do appreciate you all. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you guys listen to your podcast, please give us a five-star rating and review. It's the easiest way to help out the podcast. Till next time, everybody. See ya, and stay safe.